Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cavalry Audio. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back. Uh, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Danielpour. And thank you so much for all the support we've gotten. Thank you for listening. And, uh, you know, tell your friends about it. We're just trying to teach people about new trends and uh, fact or fiction. And today we have a very difficult and common problem. And I always tell people if we got a dollar for everyone that came in here and had a problem with cellulite. We'd be <laughs> billionaires. And if anyone can come up with a real solution for it, they would be the wealthiest man in the world. Because it, is, it is a tough one. It's like balding. You know, these are the two holy grails. People are looking at hair restoration and cellulite. So, you know, I figured today what we would do, it, you know, obviously we can talk about what it is where we think it comes from, because I don't think anyone really knows, we're still studying it, and uh, how we can try to treat it using multiple modalities and things like that. And, um, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there is no cure. However, we do have multiple different things that can really improve the quality of cellulite. So if anyone tells you that they can completely fix cellulite, that is completely false. Um, however, we can make some look really, really good. And the whole idea, if you think about plastic surgery, um, we're, we're essentially, uh, you know, it's not that we are magicians, but what we do kind is of. we are illusionists. We camouflage, we, you know, create the illusion that you look younger. Um, and so that's what we're going to do uh, today. We'll tell you about all this stuff. And, and a lot of what, what John just said is, is true. It's because a lot of what we see is all light reflexes. A lot of what's, what, what you perceive mm -hmm. is how um, a certain angle looks on your body. And that's with how a nose looks, a face looks, looks and, and, and really cellulite has, depending on what angle you look at it, sometimes could look a lot worse, sometimes could look a lot better. So what we're going to do is before we talk about treatment, we'll talk about what it really is and, and mm -hmm. why people have it. Does everybody get it? Does what makes it better? What makes it worse? Um, and kind of take you down the path of teaching you about cellulite and then teaching you about all the different types of treatments. And what we'll do is we'll start with least invasive to most invasive. And, you know, there are a lot of gimmicks just like anything else out there. And we'll kind of 
hopefully educate you a little bit because cellulite is something very, very difficult. It really bothers a tremendous number of people out there. Um, and it is very, very, very difficult to treat. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, as far as the definition of cellulite, this is really herniation of subcutaneous fat that's within fibrous tissue and fibrous connective tissue. And it really manifests itself as skin dimpling and nodularity and, uh, you know, can really cause some distress in individuals. And if you look at the, uh, essentially the epidemiology of this, so, you know, this is mainly in females. And we think it may be associated with multiple different things, um, but we know that uh post-pubescent or post-adolescent females. Now remember, 18 years and older, that over 90% of females have a manifestation of cellulite. That's a significant number. And out of the males that have it, which is much, much rarer, it's usually when it's associated with some type of androgen or male hormone deficiency and they have an excess of estrogen. So you know, it's mainly a female disease and the causes right now. So we look at genetics, we look at hormones, we look at predisposing factors. You know, they just found that there were two genes that were linked to cellulite. So one is actually ACE, wow, that's uh, you amazing. know, the, the ACE gene. So angiotensin converting enzyme. And the other one is called high F1A gene. Um, and so they've found that these have led to a genetic component of cellulite. But we think that it's multifactorial. Wow. And imagine if, if down the line, um, we can actually block this gene, mm-hmm. um, you know, send, send, send a type of, of either CRISPR technology or mm-hmm. some type of technology. And, and this will happen um, in our lifetime. Definitely. Um, that we can actually block this gene. So People that are predisposed to getting cellulite, let's say you know your grandmother had really bad cellulite, you go get checked for the gene and then you block it and the chances of getting it are much less. But Definitely. You know, it's interesting, the history of cellulite. So it was first used in the 1920s in Europe and it was major, It was used in beauty, the beauty supply and procedure industry. And then in about the late 60s, it was brought over to the United States and was actually on the cover of Vogue saying uh, that this was a new, uh, you know, recognized uh, pathophysiology uh, that has, you know, now caused the beauty industry to really focus on this. So it's always been a problem, but it hasn't really, you know, the term was used as early as the 20s, but it hasn't really been in the United States since the late 60s as far as being recognized as something. I thought that was pretty interesting. That's actually really interesting. So you have to imagine cellulite, there are multiple components. So we know that there's subcutaneous fat. We know that there are little fibrous bands. So imagine a forest of these bands that actually attach to the skin. And it's almost that pin cushion effect. The fibrous bands are pulling down. The fat is creating the hills where the bands are the valleys. And it just leads to, especially in top lighting, can lead to that awful cobblestoning type of appearance that really keeps people from wearing swimsuits, you know, or uh, clothing that would normally show a little more skin. I mean, some skirts and 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 shorter dresses, things like that. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's associated with weight because we do see it in thin individuals. 
Um, I think, you know, when we think of less toned individuals. Absolutely. Um, but but there are, are multiple things at play. And so, you know. Like you'll, it, rarely, you'll rarely see this in somebody who's incredible, in, is in incredibly good shape. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. I mean, that, it's one of those things where when we'll talk about treatment, but you really don't. Somebody who's got very taut skin, who's been working out for years, who's maintained their weight the chances of them having cellulite is much less. So mm-hmm. with that said, just keep that in mind about treatment when we keep going. And uh, you know, sticking with the science aspect, so there are multiple studies that actually show biopsies of the buttocks of multiple cadavers, and they, they look at what is actually causing this. And so we think that it's a combination of thickened fibrous bands, because with people who don't have cellulite versus people who do, those fibrous connective tissue bands are much thicker and stronger. The interesting part is that if you look at males in the same biopsy, so we're looking in males, their bands are uh, several times stronger than even the female with cellulite bands. So something must be done where it holds the skin in place and doesn't allow for any glide. Right? And probably the fat distribution is different because of hormones as well. Of course, of course. And so you've got fat that's there that's kind of protruding. And so we often thought, all right, well, all you have to do is lose weight and the cellulite will go away. In some individuals, that is the case. In others, it's not. And so this has uh, sparked several different types of treatment. So obviously we know, all right, we somehow want to attack the fat. We somehow want to thicken the skin. We somehow have to remove the bands. And it became very difficult. So the interesting part is I would always say that we start with topicals first, Right. Okay, so the idea is in dry, leathery skin, things that don't look well hydrated, it accentuates the appearance of cellulite. So yes. listen, you can look at multiple different skincare lines in our skincare line, Beverly Hills MD. We, uh, you know, I love the Crepe Correcting Body Complex and that is a thickened moisturizer that goes onto the skin and essentially hydrates. It makes it look a little firmer and so... Listen, everybody I would imagine who has cellulite should start by using a topical because we don't want to run right into a surgical procedure. This is Dr. John Lakey at Forever Young. Hope you're enjoying the show. Dr. Daniel Poor and I will be back after a quick break. You just told me about uh, some of the injectables. So you inject, um, you know, a a collagenase, which essentially breaks down some of the collagen. You, maybe you could talk about the two of those. You know, so so the 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 latest and greatest collagenase is something called Quo, Q W O. Something very similar to what we used to use for a, a, a disorder in the hand called Dupuytren's contractures. Um, and really, what it does is it breaks what this injectable breaks up these fibrous septae. Um, now, imagine you're taking an injectable solution and you're injecting it into an area. Well, the the downside is there's going to be bruising, there's going to be swelling. The upside is that hopefully it'll break these 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 attachments and really that's the, the problem. You know, when when we were training and I and I know you remember this, our our the way we thought about treating cellulite was break up the fibrous septae, but they're going to come back. So what do you do? We used to actually break them up 
and actually put some kind of barrier there or a spacer there, which for us was fat. We take fat and we put it in between to see if we can camouflage the look. Well, how good was it? It was okay. It didn't, it was, it was, you know, a little bit of downtime, some morbidity associated with, with the bruising. But with this, with the quo technique, you need at least a few sessions. And people say that they're incredibly happy, a very, very high satisfaction rate. The only downside with it is again, bruising and swelling. And sometimes it lasts for a couple of weeks. Now, it, it, even, even the manufacturer of the products will tell you, it'll never get rid of all of it. It's only there to improve it to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, these are great therapies. They're focal. If you've got very deep cellulite, it's easy to treat these with a, an injectable because, again, it's very localized, right? And, um, you know, so in, and it, it really attacks one of the problems, which is the fibrous bands. Now, originally, some of our, our treatments, and we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, was essentially just to kind of cut the bands. And we realized that for some reason, it just doesn't work. It'll improve it for a little bit, and then the bands reattach. And, uh, and so that's where actually destroying these bands with the collagenase works out well. Absolutely. There is a, a paper that just came out actually this month um, in the American Dermatology Journal, and they look at some of the top therapies for... Of this and and the collagenase uh, products are among that list. Absolutely, and so I do think that it's a, a great option. So again, we start off with a topical. You always want to hydrate the skin because it's going to look more taut, plump, firm. Um, and, one but, the, and one of the other topicals that really works is, is a retinoid. Mm-hmm. You know, using a retinoid for cellular turnover actually helps. The interesting part about it is um, you have to use it for a while. And unlike, you know, using it on your face, this is something that you may use it up to three to six months on an area to really see the results. Um, how good are they? You know, again, it depends how severe your cellulite is. The deeper and the more pitted and dimpled it is, the less I think a topical cream like a retinoid is going to help. But if it's a little less severe, it can help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, some of the other therapies that are listed in this particular article, and again, using a meta-analysis, it means it looks at all types of studies that are out there and tries to extrapolate data and, and, and essentially put it in a summary. And so uh, that's what we're going to try to do for you here. I mean, the idea of two non-invasive treatments or, or uh, you know, minimally invasive treatments would be either acoustic wave technology or radiofrequency. And so um, I know in our practice, we tend to use something that's the in-mode platform. It's called BodyFX, and it uses radio frequency technology essentially not only to tighten skin, but also to uh, potentially, because it's heat, uh, to melt a little bit of the subdermal fat. And so the idea is if you can melt some of the stuffing in that pin cushion and you can actually remove some of the pins or make the, the top layer tighter, um, you know, it's going to smooth out the skin. Yeah. And, and, and interesting, we've used this for years. And if you ask me how good the treatment is and how effective it is, I would tell you that it's not the best. But if you ask the patients that we've treated, they are all happy. 
And it's a very interesting thing. And, 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 and in this field of work, that is all that matters. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to treat myself. Um, I'm here to treat the patient. And, and the patients are incredibly, incredibly happy. This can be done under anesthesia or without any anesthesia. Uh, we do it in the office, in our med spa. It requires multiple treatments. Mm-hmm. All radiofrequency treatments require lots of treatments because of the fact that we can't turn it up so high because ultimately it'll burn you. Yeah, so we want to keep it, yeah. So we want to make it so it's tolerated. So if, if you do get multiple treatments, what we want to do is continually try to, what Dr. Lakey said, melt some of that fat and also build some of that collagen. So it's a combination of two things. If we can build a little bit from the, from the dermal level so it's a little thicker so the pitted areas aren't as obvious and melt some of the fat yes that area can get improved if i tell somebody who's got maybe grade one or even grade two type of of cellulite which isn't severe um they'll be very happy with 30 to 40% improvement. So Mm -hmm. this is really what it gives them. Yeah. So, you know, again, when you made reference that it doesn't give the best results, we are ultra critical. We're looking at a hundred percent reduction of cellulite and that's just never going to happen. So for us, 30%, it's not the best results. Is, will it give you results, visible results? Yes, it definitely will. But for us, again, we're being ultra uh, hard on the particular treatments because we want a complete fix. Just not going to happen. Absolutely. And uh, the other one is using acoustic wave technology. So imagine shockwave, ultrasound, uh, you know, which essentially breaks up some of the little bit, same thing, little bits of fat uh, and can uh, destroy some of the bands. Um, there is uh, you know, one machine out there that I know of called contour wave uh, technology, and it's really used for this. And essentially, it's non-invasive. Uh, you you feel gentle heat as this is uh, you know being used. And as Dr. Daniel Poor said, it's going to be multiple sessions to improve the quality of uh, of that cellulite. So, listen, if you have a hundred different points that need to be treated and 30 of them are eliminated, now it sounds pretty good. You keep doing that and ultimately we're going to do it over and over and over and over and pretty soon you've got much less of those uh, bands. Um, There's always going to be the ones that are stubborn and maybe you can use multimodal therapy. You can use some of the collagenase products and, uh, you know, the acoustic wave technology or radio frequency. And so it doesn't mean that you have to stick to one. If you see one that's working well, you can continue. And then when you hit a plateau, maybe try something for localized uh, difficult spots. And the one thing to remember, which is the most frustrating part about all of this is most of these treatments don't last forever. Mm -hmm. So depending on which one of the treatments we're using, they each have a certain type of so-called lifespan in the sense that, you know, the topicals are going to work obviously the shortest amount of time. So you may get a decent result for three to six months or so. Some of the, the radio frequency or acoustic wake therapy or, or something called cellulase, which is laser underneath the skin. These will work for anywhere between six months and a year. And you may start getting the appearance of cellulite again. Mm -hmm. And then when we move on to a little more invasive you know, like the injections or actually the subcision, those last probably a little bit over a year. So again, 
with just with anything we do in this in this world of plastic surgery, obviously the more invasive, the longer lasting. So some of these very less in, you know very minimally invasive treatments may not give you the longer lasting effects that you're looking for. Yeah, I think you know again going back to what you were saying, using CRISPR technology and being able to have gene therapy that may be a complete game changer. But until then, this is what we have. And and you had mentioned you know, subcision with the cellulase using laser uh, to essentially heat up some of those bands and destroy them or actually salfina, which goes under the skin. It's like a, we call it a little pickle fork where it's a a bifurcated fork with a blade in the middle and you just kind of go for each of the bands. It it, uh, essentially breaks them up. And, um, you know, the, the issue with that, it reduces the skin dimpling and, you know, for a period of time, but then for some reason, the body has cellular signals that cause those little bands to reattach. So then the thought process was, okay, maybe what we do, because we have done this surgically in the past, is you kind of take a very small blade under the skin and you cut those bands and then you, you add a little bit of your own fat in some of the areas. The idea is now you've put a spacer in between there. And so the goal is now you've, you've taken the bands apart, you've put a spacer in between, and for some reason uh, we think that they can't find the cellular signal to reattach to the skin. And so, um, you know, it, it's a little more invasive, obviously leads to more bruising and swelling and downtime, but sometimes it can be more effective when you actually destroy those bands. The, the interesting part is, the, you know, what I will say right now is that with the treatments you have, there are no head-to-head studies showing which is better. Cellulase, Selfina, Quo, and the new one, Aveli. Um, you know, it would be amazing if we could have a larger study setting these apart. But right now, we're just not there yet. And, um, you know, I think it's we're years away from, from having something like that. We hope you're enjoying this episode. If you'd like more information about our practice, you can check out our Instagram. It's Plastics Docs, P-L-A-S-T-I-X-D-O-C-S on Instagram for more information. Dr. Daniel Poor and I will be back after a quick break. If you're looking for a cellulite treatment, what I would say is just like anything else, just like if you're looking for a rhinoplasty, look at before and afters because, you know, if you go to a reputable place, they'll actually really show you real results. And you can see, hey, listen, is it really worth it? Do I want to go through this treatment? Do I want to spend this type of money for this degree of improvement? And even some of the, the company sites, I mean, whether it's Quo or whether whether it's Quo or Avali or it's Selfina or any of these 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 uh, these treatments, um, unlike some of the 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 topicals, because sometimes the topicals will throw a little smoke and mirrors at you. But these these other ones, they they will show you really how much of a result you can get. For some people that have significantly bad cellulite, 
it may be very worth it because to make it even 20 to 30% better is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. But some people that don't have very bad cellulite, they may not be, you may not be happy with the treatment and you may not be happy with the improvement. Um, the, the important, the important part to remember is remember with all these treatments, you need multiple treatments, whether it's the injection, whether it's sulfina or, or it's Avali where you actually break up the bands. All of these treatments need to be done multiple times. So with that said, remember multiple times, the ones that are a little more invasive do require little bit of downtime and bruising. And even though there is local anesthesia, there is some discomfort after the fact. Um, whereas some of the other ones that, that are more radio frequency based and acoustic wave technology and laser, they're a little bit more tolerable um, and don't require the type of downtime than the actual subcision does. Yeah, I think... You know, in, in reading some of the studies that are out, I do think, um, you know, again, this is my own uh, hypothesis, opinion, whatever you want to call it. But I do think that by tightening up some of the skin, you're going to get a, you'll probably get a more percentage improvement. And then you go for something that's going to release those bands. And so, you know, I, I would love to say that there's one treatment that's out there that's going to do all of it. Um I just think that uh, it's going to be multimodal. Yeah, and and one of the most one of the most common questions that are asked, that's asked uh, regularly by patients is, can liposuction help? It's a and it's a very interesting thing. Um, absolutely not. You do not want to do liposuction in an area of cellulite. You can actually make it significantly worse. Um, there have been studies that show by using some sort of different types of laser-assisted liposuction, can that help? And those studies are kind of equivocal. They don't show significant improvement. Um, with By using laser liposuction or radiofrequency-assisted liposuction, what the theory behind it is that we get in there and try to get some thickening or skin tightening. Well, that doesn't really help because this isn't just loose skin. As we discussed earlier, the cause of cellulite is not that. It's basically, it's dimpling from fibrous bands. And those fibrous bands may actually get worse with liposuction because you create more tunneling in that area and you actually may cause more areas of contour regularity. So my go-to is to really not perform liposuction in those areas. I tend to tell those patients to work out, try to lose weight, and try to tone their body because in areas of that, that, that form muscle, that area actually will look better. It becomes more taut and it's shown. Again, people that are bodybuilders don't have cellulite. Um, people that are very in, in really good shape, unless they've got a really bad hereditary form of, of, of cellulite, they don't have significant cellulite. You see it more in people that are a little bit overweight, that a little bit have a little bit of extra skin, and it seems to be even worse. Now, I think you know what we have done, which we can get great results, is, in, and you're correct, I mean, doing liposuction alone can often make it worse, but the idea for us is through the same incision, using that pickle fork, mm -hmm. Cut, subsize the bands. So we cut those bands, then perform liposuction. Um, you can get a smoothing of the area. And so, you know, it is an option, but your surgeon has to be ready to do something else. Because imagine, you know, you're deflating a balloon, you're removing some of the volume, what's going to happen to that excess skin? Um, you know, so is it going to look more dimply because the bands are still there? Yes. So w the surgeon has to be prepared to essentially 
cut all of those bands in the area, especially, you know, it's very common in the thighs, lateral thighs and back, um, you know, so it's something that can be done, but it has to be done in concert with, uh, you know, subsision. And unfortunately, like, like you just said, the areas that are more, most prone to cellulite are areas that we really can't just cut out. You know, if you had cellulite in your lower abdomen, well, a tummy tuck would just take care of it. The problem is, we don't see cellulite there. You see mm. cellulite in lateral buttocks, in the in the posterior buttocks, in the inferior buttocks, or on the buttocks itself, and thighs. And, and, yeah. thighs. and you don't ever want you don't want to you know cut areas out. So you can't really do that. And the last last thing for me at least is is cool sculpting. Um, you know, there's there's been anecdotal evidence that, that cool sculpting helps with skin tightening and may help with cellulite. It does not help with cellulite. Don't get caught up in the fact that cool sculpting is going to help, help with cellulite. It's it's not it's it doesn't it's that's not the treatment for it. So you know again, it, just because uh, you know you you've, you know you have a hammer, everything is not a nail. So mm-hmm. it, don't just go to to the, that one treatment. There are other things that can help, and I think using you know a multimodal therapy like Dr. Lakey saying, doing multiple different types of treatments with practitioners that are used to treating cellulite is the best way to go if you're looking for a cellulite treatment. So long story short, there is no cure for cellulite. However, we do have several promising treatments. And, uh, you know, listen, in our lifetime, we'll definitely see some uh, amazing things that happen. Um, But for now, some of the treatments that we have, obviously the topicals, uh, to help hydrate your skin. Then we have the injectable collagenases, which will, you know, kind of break up those bands that we talk about. We have radio frequency and acoustic wave technology that ultimately will help tighten skin and, and remove some of the subdermal fat, thus creating a, a thicker skin, which kind of makes uh, the skin appear a little more taut. So you'll improve the appearance. And then last, we've got subcision, where you actually cut the bands. And then it depends on what you do with that, uh, how long it lasts, whether it's laser destruction, where it's actual cutting, you know, mechanically, um, whether it's putting a spacer in between there with a little bit of, a, a, you know, a thin layer of fat, um, you know, so you could potentially do deep liposuction to improve the contour. You could subsize the bands using that little pickle fork that we talk about or a blade or something like that. And then if you add just a thin layer of fat over the top, sometimes you can improve, you know, you can get a, a bigger uh, improvement in the skin quality. Absolutely. And, and, and there are some med spas that can give you massages and wraps and cellulose and all sorts of other stuff. And, and if that works for you and, and it makes you feel good, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just remember, you know, this is the one take-home message. Cellulite's tough. Hopefully we'll have a good treatment yep. for it. And when we do, we'll, we'll have a podcast about that one day. We definitely will. Listen, I hope you guys have learned something. Those of you suffering with cellulite, there are multiple treatments available to help improve the area, not treat it completely. And uh, if you have any questions, please reach out to us or your local plastic surgeon, and uh, we'll be happy to answer any further questions. So uh, thank you so much for listening. We're so uh, happy and proud that you guys are uh, responding uh, so well. And, you know, once again, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. I'm Dr. Payman Danielpour. You can check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Peace. 
From iHeartRadio, Forever Young is produced by Brandon Morgan. Josh Windish does our editing and mixing. Payment and I serve as executive producers along with Dana Brunetti and Keegan Rosenberger. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.